Sorry. Sorry. Red Gertz. Sorry, I was eating a Milky Way. Geocache Talk podcast is sponsored by FTF Magazine. FTF Magazine can be found at ftfgeocacher.com and by IB Geocaching Supplies. The best site for geocoins, cache containers, and much more can be found at ibgeocaching.com and by Cashly. Cashly is the foremost geocaching app and can be found at cashly.com. Please make sure and let these fine sponsors know that you appreciate their support of the show. Hey everyone, it's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you're at work, in the car, wherever you are, we hope you enjoy the show. Please give it a like and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, wherever you can find it. Uh, it's out there in a lot of spots right now so that you can get all the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the music. And our patrons, Doug Jones, Joshua and Caleb Slinkard, Tom Brotherman, Joshua, the geocaching vlogger, Nick Hubbard, Andrew Teepkin, Cecilia Perez, Sydney Sawyer, Valena Mahar, Jane Jewell, Memphis Mafia, Craig Michelle, the Geo Gearheads, Zach Fick, the Deadliest Cachers, Tim Terrell, Neil Moore, Molly, the geocaching dog, D and David Vickery, geocaching Adam, Lori Post, Peter Stepanek, the no-co geocachers, Paula Hughes, Ed Shaper, John Langston, and our new patron from Australia, our Aussie, our other Aussie, Scott Thompson. If you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash talk for more details. Patrons get path tags, coins, and other geocaching swag during the year, as well as invites to special events only for patrons. Support levels start at as little as $3 a month. Well, let me start by welcoming my co-host tonight, Sydney. Hi, everybody. And that's it. Just Sydney and I tonight. Uh, Jesse is in Vegas, and I guess whatever happens in Vegas is going to stay there. Because although he did, he did post. We did see. Did you see the one post he put out there on Facebook? I saw that he was at the Welcome to Las Vegas sign, which is in a book that I read recently. It is. The very much, the, the very, the... the well, there soon, it is! The soon-to-be New York Times, well, maybe not, her. but Geocache, uh, 201 Geocache, yes. He was there, and he also went to the, uh, uh, the wedding chapel, which is, right. sounds crazy, but oh well. It's good, good, good stuff, so... We're missing Jesse tonight, and we're missing Zach. We had Zach planned tonight. Uh, he might be in the, the chat room, but uh, Zach's weather and our weather down, at least down in Texas, we get a lot of storms. And so Zach was sort of rained out tonight. We'll have him on uh, again soon. We try to have Zach on kind of as often as we really can. Sometimes the show doesn't really 
the theme doesn't really work for Zach, but whenever we can, we try to have Zach on. So um, fear not, Zach will, Zach will return soon. Um, but anyway, let's jump right into show number 62 for August 13th. Uh, first, we'll start with some geocaching news because we have a little bit of that tonight. Uh, the Mary Hyde update. Now, this was the last week, right, Sydney? That's right. Final, okay. final week. Okay. And, and it's the same thing. Why did I just sing? <laughs> that's okay. Twice? Yes. Fourth and final week. The fourth and final week of Mary Hyde. And we um, we actually found, I know this is going to be a shock to folks that know uh, where I've always said about where we live, there's no geocaches other than my own or ones we found. Uh, somebody from our a nearby town graciously put two geocaches in Greenville. I mean, alert the press because this is what? amazing. I know. So Susan and I, of course, found them. And now we're back to – actually, what's funny is there's one other one in town we've never found, but I've left it. on. Just I know the guys. Just in, just, just in case we ever need to find another one, like in a hurry for some 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 souvenir or whatever. Like next week, we'll probably have to go find that one because it's uh, uh, another uh, thing was happening on August nineteenth, which is International Geocaching Day. That is next weekend already. It is. It's back oh again. Gosh. I have found. If you, I'm sure you have. I've found. I've got several International Geocaching Day souvenirs. I think. I think I've mm, some. I, cool. Yeah. So I started in August was my first month, but I started later in the month. So I don't have it from that year. Okay. But I have it the past two years. I have it. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to look real fast at ours. They, they reordered them alphabetical, which is fine. I guess uh, on the souvenirs It's for another show, I guess. Right. International. I've got international earth cash days, 24, 14, 15, 16. Yeah, I've got um, International Geocaching Days. I guess only 2015, 2016. I guess we missed some of those. I don't know what happened there, but oh well. Um, anyway, next week, don't miss it. You get a chance for a souvenir. International Geocaching Day next August, or this coming August 19th. Um, let's see. Other news okay our giveaway for the moment <laughs> we're giving away which i think it's going to change uh we were going to give away this treasure uh blu-ray we're going to make a change because we're still going away a really cool in fact we're giving a very cool gift away if you go out and do a review on itunes uh, we're going to keep this one because our other Quick announcement is that Shanice Gordon, Shanice Jordan, I get it right. Ansley Gordon was on the show already, and Shanice Jordan will be on the show in September. She was Sierra in the movie, uh, and so we're looking forward to having her on the show. And so when when she's on the show, we're gonna we're gonna give away the Blu-ray to make it you know sort of an appropriate giveaway for that night. Um, and so really looking forward to that. Shanice is a very interesting, uh, and I've mentioned a lot about treasure, but she's, you like her at the beginning a little bit, then you hate her, then you like her again. <laughs> so, right? Yeah. 
No, I, no. I won't say. I don't want to spoil okay. anything. Oh, okay, we won't. We won't. But um, kind of like Ansley's character, which is, I mean, that's if you can. I mean, if you get involved in a sense, you know, with the movie, then to me that's a good movie. When you you love a character or hate a character, if you like, man, eh, whatever, then maybe that movie isn't that great. Or at least you didn't yep. think it was that great. You know? So um, uh, looking forward to having Shanice on the, on the show. Uh, and so we'll give away that. We have another gift we're going to give away, which people are going to love. And you're going to want to get out there and get a review done on iTunes. Well, uh, keeping with the, the treasure theme, I do have a letter I want to read. I'm calling it kind of an open letter. It's something that Chris Williamson wrote um, to the geocaching community. And so to me, it's sort of an open letter. And so I want to read it. It's very short. Um, so I'm just going to do that. He says, thank you all for your incredible interest in treasure. I received this question quite a bit, so I'll address it in a post. You have all been absolutely amazing. I'd like to tell you how you can help treasure become a worldwide sensation. If you purchase the disc, uh, we can't stop you from viewing this film in your home in private with friends you invite over. That's the license you are purchasing. In fact, Zach had, a, had an event at his house um, and um, uh, had people over to watch it. And, you know, everybody can do that. That's part of your the license that you, when you purchase a Blu-ray, you can show it privately in your home. If people, other people you can have over and all that. But public viewings are a big no-no. There is a screening fee, and it's not that much. Um, you have to check with Chris. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's say it's more than it's more than you'd want to pay privately. It's not. I don't know. It, it, if you were having some kind of event and you had a budget, it's not. It, it's, uh oh, Gary, you just muted yourself somehow. There, I'm back. <laughs> Boy, scared me there for a second. Sorry, I, bu I bumped my I bumped my uh, my USB cable for my sound. So, um, so, um, you know, you, you need to pay for you know you can. But again, it's not it's not unreasonable if you had an event and you had a budget. I think you could do that. But um, and that the screening fee uh, to hold, show a public screening. Uh, like we, you know, we showed it in Texas at the um, the drive-in. It was shown up in Seattle, I know, to the the headquarters folks. Uh, they sh we showed it in Kansas at MoGa. So there, people are showing it at places. So um, it it can be, you know, done. Um, so he wrote. He writes that you know, please encourage your friends to buy the movie and the GeoCoin, which is uh, they're having a GeoCoin made and should be out soon. And the money goes right into helping us get a worldwide distribution deal that will help treasure spread across the globe on cable channels, uh, video on demand platforms such as Amazon, iTunes, etc. Um, so, I guess a quick note: you know, um, the movie was the movie was done on a very small budget. Um, the movie is so much better than you could ever imagine for the budget that they had. <laughs> That's a good way to put it, you know. Um, I've seen other movies probably on the same same size budget, and they were terrible. So this one really kind of, I think, 
went beyond uh, and had some great people in it. And um, I, I can't tell you enough about how wonderful this geocaching movie is. Buy a copy, buy two, give one away. But the budget that they did have was, you know, to you and I, it's a lot of money. But right. because they're expensive to make. Movies of any kind of caliber are not, uh, you know, are not cheap. Um, in fact, he, he goes on to say, it's very expensive to get a film into distribution also. That's another thing. And we are selling discs now as a special pre-distribution item to raise money for the real deal. Uh, he's a teacher. His wife is a nurse. Um, and so they need the community's help to take geocaching to the masses. There are strength in numbers. Right now, I can go to a distribution company and say, we've moved, we've moved a few hundred discs this summer. Or I could say, we've moved a thousand. That will get their attention. I also have other filmmaking friends waiting to see if Treasure is successful so they can make a decision on if they are going to create a family-friendly geocaching movie as well. So there's a ripple effect here that if we don't, well, I think we don't think about or realize. Uh, filmmaking is expensive, and it is the geocaching audience. Um, and if the geocaching audience is a sure thing financially, then guess what? You're going to see more geocaching movies. And he says, heck, I might even make another one. I was like, oh, man, that'd be awesome. Treasure 2. Ooh, that'd be awesome. Um, but there would be a ripple effect, and that's something I think that um, – Chris and I have talked about before is that geocachers need to put to to put their wallets, you know, in the forefront, and they need to pay a little bit of money to buy this movie. I don't care if you don't have a Blu-ray, buy it and give it to somebody else. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how to say this any other way. In the fact that it's not that it's what twenty bucks. I mean. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Like I, I, I've, 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 uh, I'm gonna let you talk for a minute, Sydney. because well, I'm, a, I could go on for forever, and I don't want to do that. So I'm gonna let you chime, <laughs> chime in, girl. Because I, I just love to talk. I, I'm just gonna go on and on about the the people. We need to buy this. Go ahead. I'm, I'm, gonna, so, I'm gonna shut up and drink some coffee. First of all, you guys know that I love geocoins, obviously. Yes. So, and the geo they they had one geocoin made. I was fortunate enough to get one, but now they're making another one. So, if you really love geocoins, this is where it's at. And um, some people I know in the past and in our chat, some people have said, "Well, do they? It's only Blu-ray. I don't have a Blu-ray player." Um, now I think Chris does have regular DVDs for sale as well. So yes. if if you don't have a Blu-ray player, you can buy, you know, uh, just a regular DVD. Yep. And um, I think find a friend who has one and go watch it with them or something. But anyway, go ahead. Keep going. I'll keep going. I don't know. Oh, That's yeah. Um, well, yeah. You, well, you've it's seen great. it. I mean. And so it's fun. Like you watch it the first time and it's a really good, you know, geocaching story. And it's got other parts that aren't. It's not just about geocaching. So it's not like it's just about some people just going out and finding geocaches because. I mean, that's not always that exciting. Um, but then you watch it the first time and you get the story, and then there's a bunch of trackable codes hidden in there. 
So if you go back and watch it again and you can specifically be looking for them, mm-hmm. that's really fun. I, I think the I've only watched it once so far. I got my Blu-ray, but I just haven't mm-hmm. had a chance to rewatch it. I've been so busy. Um, but I, I only saw a couple of the trackable codes, so I have to go back and see if I can specifically look for them and yes. pick them out. And then you can discover them. And Chris yes. gets all those emails, the director. So he's been posting the pictures of people's Discover logs on Facebook and on their website. So he sees them and he's thankful. Yes. And anyone else who contributed to the Easter eggs, um, you will find them. And guess what? Those people are getting emails as well. So very cool. Uh, yeah, it's a great movie. The gr- great story. Um, and we're going to, that's enough of that. So, um, Go buy it. Yeah. Come on. Come on, folks. Come on. Stop kidding around and go buy it. Dang it. As far as I can go tonight. Okay. Um, All right. Let's get into our topic for tonight. Geocaching regrets. Uh, We're going to start with one of the first things I put in our show notes. Question was, should we even have regrets? Sydney, should we have regrets about our... I don't know if it's a question about should or shouldn't. I think it's just a thing that people feel in life. Like you can't help it. Mm-hmm. It's just how people work. Like right. you're always going to wish you did something in your life, whether it was geocaching or not. So I think right. everyone's going to have something that they wish they did. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because um, I got a few comments because um, I always I try to tweet at least once a day you know, to remind people about the show. And once in a while we'll get a comment. And um, a couple of comments this week were like, I have zero, I have no regrets geocaching. And it's like, okay, well, I'm glad. I'm glad you don't have any geocaching regrets. Uh, we're going to talk about ours tonight. Um, but, and what you can do, and kind of we want, something I mentioned, you know, between us as we were talking about this, this show for tonight was about keeping it positive. You know, we're going to, we're going to talk about regrets and those are sort of, in a sense of uh, a downer, but we're going to use that as a way, use that as a positive and talk about what you can kind of do about your regrets, I guess. So, um, so let's start, I guess, um, Sydney, go ahead and talk about some of yours and um, I may butt in once in a while and ask you some questions. So mm-hmm. I'll let you start. Um, so the biggest thing that comes to mind for me is before I knew about geocaching, I visited a lot of places, including um, I went to Paris in 2010 on a a school trip and I went to Madrid and Spain on that school trip. And I really wish I had known about geocaching at that point in my life because I'm just like killing myself. Like I could have these two countries, but I just didn't know yet even though like all the technology and everything was out there, but I just didn't know. And I've also, uh, it's understandable. I understand. Yeah. I mean, so it's not really a geocaching regret per se, but it's like, I wish I had known sooner because I have gone to these places. That's of course, like you said, that's, that's, that's the toughest part. You know, it's like you were there. It wasn't like you didn't plan. Like it wasn't like, well, we right. were gonna go, and we didn't go. It's like you were there. You could have exactly found them, and you 
didn't. That's okay. And there's, of course, there's caches at all the touristy places. And so, like, so, like, I was at the Eiffel Tower, and I'm sure there's caches there I could have easily found, like, on my trip. And so I'm just like, I was right there, right next to this <laughs> cache. Like, what is wrong with me? Or at least a virtual, at the very least. And yeah. I know. Yeah. Like, oh, just kicking myself. <laughs> That's okay. It's all right. Like we said, we're 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 airing our regrets tonight as a form of therapy so everybody in the chat room could do the same uh that'd be great so right. all right so keep going um i've also been to washington dc before i knew about geocaching um i've been to texas twice before i knew about geocaching um i've done there's a couple other states i've visited before but i have since gone back to those states so i don't feel so bad about those Ooh, yeah let's let well okay let's keep let, let's keep that for later as far as uh avenging we won't call them dnfs we'll have, we'll have to come up with a term for them right uh, did not or regret not found or something rnfs i guess i don't know we'll work on that but go ahead keep going so i was i was in states like south carolina and north carolina um quite a few times in florida a lot um but I didn't know about geocaching, but I have been there, you know, since I started and found caches there. So I don't, I don't feel, you know, so incredibly bad about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Um, and my so. last, uh, before I knew about geocaching regret was Geo Woodstock 9 was in Warren, Pennsylvania, which is only 140 miles from my house. Oh, but you weren't geocaching yet. No, I wasn't, but I wish I was. <laughs> right. Well, that's not, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's that's, so close. <laughs> yeah. Who knows when it'll be that close? Well, geocache 13 was, when it wasn't 13. Right. And, and yeah, that was pretty close. I mean, relatively close. Yeah, but I didn't go to that one either. So we'll, we'll get to that. We'll talk about that one in a minute, but um yeah, so those are those are kind of um, I would assume those are sort of small regrets because you weren't geocaching yet. It wasn't like you just missed them, like some right. of the ones I'm going to so mention. So it's not really a regret. It's just a uh, I wish yeah. I I wish I would have known kind of thing. Right. <laughs> so so the next list is going to be interesting because these are all ones that you were geocaching. And you could have found, but yep. for very, but for varying reasons, you didn't. And so Did there's, not. yeah. And so, um, so last summer we, we were, you and I, and, and we're all, uh, you know, we were out in, uh, Colorado and you went a long way. Now as a positive, you probably have no regrets that you took that, <laughs> The trip Long in general? Trip. No. Yeah. No regrets. I had always wanted to go to Colorado. Um, so it was great that we actually got to go. Um, the geocaching, I guess, is an added bonus, but I'm that's the one of the biggest things I like about geocaching is you know, you get to travel and go to all these cool places and I guess pick up pick up your little state souvenirs and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So it, it gives me an excuse, I guess, to travel more. <laughs> Yeah, and I think the other thing that is the opposite, whatever we're going to figure out what the opposite, you know, the thing that you're probably thankful for is the fact that you did 
did some good planning. Right. Um, I think I plan too much sometimes. <laughs> Overplanned. Well, yeah. But that gave you some flexibility because I know you, you ran up and did a couple states. Like, didn't you run up and grab Michigan? We did. Trip? Yep. So that was good. But I, I just, it's like I wish we had more time. That's always, mm-hmm. that's always the thing, too. But it's so far from where you were. It's yeah, a it was long very far. Trip. Like, I have, I have one cash find in Michigan, one cash find in Illinois because we just stopped mm-hmm. at somewhere. I'm like, I just have to get one. I have to get one while we're here. So of course, I don't even have it. I don't have an Illinois cash. So that's I guess one of my regrets right now is. Uh, but I got them. We got weird states. Like we've we we went up to Washington, found Washington because uh, Susan and I were up that way. With we'll get into mine in a minute. So, all right. <laughs> So you didn't get to go out to Terry all. No, that's a funny story too. Um, so that was the day that we went to Pike's Peak. There was an event there. Um, so we did that. And that's actually another kind of regret of mine too that I forgot to put in was, so we, we went to Pike's Peak and we got almost all the way to the top. And um, my boyfriend was not really enjoying the height and okay. this, the steepness of you know, driving right along the edge of this mountain. So we didn't actually go all the way to the peak of Pike's Peak. So, well, I, you know, I understand that he was kind of freaking out. Um, That's fine. I wasn't going to make him go up there, but I, I still wish, you know, I had gone all the way to the top because when's the next time I'm going to be in Colorado to go to the right. the peak of Pike's Peak. But well, And part of that, though, which people don't realize, it was July second or third or whatever date it was and it was iced over right the, at- the road all the way to the top uh, like the last quarter of the route or whatever was closed for you know the beginning of the day and so we mm. weren't even going to go because you know the thing was closed and then uh the road reopened and i'm like oh my gosh we have to go blah 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 and so i, I didn't know he was going to freak out because I didn't know he was afraid of heights or anything. So I was like, this is going to be great. And well, there's no, no guardrail, right? Um, not a lot. No, it was, mm-hmm. it was pretty much like you're just driving. And then there's like the mountain that just goes right down right next to you. So yeah, it's kind of Didn't they have the, the event? I think they had it a little like off the top of the mountain because of the, the, the fact that there's like, there was some ice or did they right. have it at the, yeah. So they, I think they changed it a few times. So originally it was supposed to be all the way up at the top and then the road was closed. So they moved it down the mountain a little bit and then I think it moved back up and okay. it, it, it kind of jumped around a bit there, but it was, it was actually really cold. There was snow still. So I understand that, mm-hmm. you know, the road was close. <laughs> that was an but, interesting experience. But I, but it's funny and this is gets into their regrets. You know, um, I heard, I heard all the. I heard got to hear the stories. Y'all had a great time going to Pike's Peak. I heard from Joshua, you know, geocaching vlogger about this wonderful time they had on Pike's Peak, and you guys, you know, and got to do quite a bit and then all that. So, Susan and I made a, had to make we had to make a calculated decision that day. It's like, do we drive up there? It sounds like it's closed. You know, we only, you know, like you talking about, you have a limited amount of time. So, what do we do? And so we kind of because we had an event. Uh, we we need to get to um, Doc Firewood's birthday thing uh, in Colorado Springs, so we had to kind of try to plan this time that we had. And so Susan and I decided, let's run up and grab Wyoming, 
So we went the opposite direction from you guys. We went north and we went all mm -hmm. the way to Wyoming and got a webcam. Had a great time. Um, but do we regret that we didn't go to Pikes Peak? Uh, a little bit because we've been to Colorado. Susan, I've been to Colorado before, but we've never been in the top of Pikes Peak. So that's on our list. Now, we're closer to Pikes Peak than you are. So we could, right. make a trip. We could get back to Colorado, you know, in a relatively well relative to you it's several hours but uh you know but you know i'm we we made the best i guess of that day we had we had a lot of fun went out this crazy webcam and at the airport in wyoming and trying to figure out where you stand and it was we had a great a great time but anyway um so you didn't so that day you were then you were going to go to Pikes Peak, and then you were going to go out to Terryall, right? Is that yeah? Okay. Um, so here's here's the funny part of the story. We we got down the mountain, and we got pretty much halfway from Pikes Peak to where Terryall was. I think it was about a forty five minute drive or something. Yeah. Um, and we got about halfway there, and my boyfriend is like, "Where's my phone? And oh, where yeah. where's my cell phone?" And I was like, "Are you kidding?" So we stop. We we get out of the car. We're looking all over the car. He's calling it. We don't hear it. And we're like, oh, my God, you dropped it on Pikes Peak somewhere. And so we had oh, to turn yeah. around and go back to Pikes Peak and try and find it. And so we, we missed Terry all, but we did find the cell phone. See? So you don't regret finding the cell phone. <laughs> but, oh, it's so frustrating, I know. Yeah. It can be. Plus that the month that Terrell was hidden, I still need that. And now the closest one is in Michigan and mm. it's in the middle of a, a lake. So you have to take a boat to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you got to yeah, plan differently yep. now. For, yeah. See, we got to, we did go out to Terrell and um, we did miss the birthday. They had a birthday celebration out there. Um Right. I think it was the day before or something. Just the timing didn't work out for us either uh, for that. But we did go out. We, we did we did grab that. Uh, I think it's my highest cash in other than other uh, other than I think Hawaii. I'm trying to remember. But anyway, I have to look at my geocaching stats. But um, okay, so let, let's move on to some other. <laughs> we're st we're still on you, Sydney. So uh, yep. Stevens Lake. Yeah. So this cash was. Pretty much right off our the highway on our way back um it was hidden in february 2001 which i also still need and there's not one anywhere seemingly close to me um mm -hmm. but it was dark when we were driving by it was like 10 or 11 o'clock at night so we had to skip it <laughs> gc2be bravo echo in case you want to look that cash up but mm -hmm. okay then um uh, the queen's staircase gc5 um q i should know this one somebody will help me charlie 27 i have no idea what q would be but i was oh, in no i'll think of it in a second go ahead so this so, is in earth cash in the bahamas um and i went there on a cruise um in 2015 um mm -hmm. I was also there a few years before that, but I didn't know about geocaching yet. But <laughs> so we were, we're there on this cruise and you're only there for 
seven hours or whatever it is, and then you have to get back on your cruise ship. So we, right. we didn't even we didn't have time to do this one, and I wish I wish I had had time to do it because my you know we went and did this whole beach day thing, which I I really wish we could have just walked around like the mm-hmm. city. Like I don't want to do any of these silly cruise activities or whatever it is. I just want to go geocaching. <laughs> right. <laughs> but um. Yeah, so I just have one cache in the Bahamas. Hey, you got a cache in the Bahamas. Come yep, on. Yeah, this one. Great. Uh, it's, it's Quebec, by the way, in case you're wondering. Ah, uh, yes. Because Quebec. Yeah. But think about see, this is part of what we're talking about tonight. You, the, the positive is the fact that you did think if you hadn't found any. I mean, that, your regret would have been a little larger at that point. But right. you got a cache in the Bahamas. That's awesome. Yep. But there's no souvenir for the Bahamas yet, so I'm still waiting for that. And um, Jesse, who's not with us tonight, uh, he's uh, enjoying his, uh, I think it's an anniversary trip, wasn't it? He was going on to Vegas. Mm -hmm. He did jump into the show notes. This is funny, Gail. He jumped in the show notes and put a comment. This is Jesse's favorite cache of all time. That's all. That's an earth cache. Oh, now that's something we got. Oh, we're going to bust him on that. His favorite cache of all time was an earth cache. That is crazy. This is going in the permanent show note. Uh, I'm going to copy and paste this on every show note from now on for every, every week. No, I'm kidding. But Just remember, <laughs> cause he, cause I noticed there was an update on our show notes and I was like, Oh, Jesse put something out that. Well, maybe he's going to be, you know, maybe he's cause we weren't sure. He kind of talked about he might make it, he might not. More likely, he wasn't going to make it. So I went and looked, and his only comment was this, the fact that it's his favorite of all time. So must be pretty cool, the Queen Staircase. Yep. It's, uh, I think, like one of the only Earth caches in the Bahamas. So. Wow. Very cool. Uh, okay. Uh, Urban Hunt. This is the weird number. GC1445. Right, so this is this is also a, a Jasmine one that I still need. We drove right by on our way to West Virginia um, this past March, and we just couldn't find it because there's so much snow. Oh, so we DNF that one. Wow, yep. the, the dreaded snow. Well, you see, you didn't bring us shovels and pickaxes and. Nope. I guess I guess we should have. Digging out of the snow. Yeah, this was like a crazy storm that happened like the day before we were supposed to go. So I, I was like, it's March. It's done snowing, right? No, mm-hmm. of course not. Not, not yet. <laughs> well, now, and this is the cool part, and I guess it's a good time to, to mention this is the fact that this one though is what's it easily avengeable, but it's more easily avengeable than some of your some of the other ones that you've mentioned. So mm-hmm. you could you could plan and you could plan to go back to this one because it's I mean I know it's a ways, but still it's not like Colorado. Right. So this gets into one of the things I wanted to bring up uh is the fact that we have regrets and I'm gonna mention a couple of mine in a minute, but what do we do about them? Because uh, you said that we're in a, it's inevitable. You're going to have some geocaching regrets, but what you can do about them is do some planning and think about how you can sort of avenge your 
RNF regret not regret that you didn't find RNFs regret not found. We'll have to workshop that one. We'll work on that for for the moment for tonight. It's an RNF regrettable not found. Still uh, in progress. Yes, right. Uh, but the regret can go away if you do some planning. Um, if that is something you really want to do, you know, is to 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 fix, you know, to um, remove your regret. Mm-hmm. How to put it? So that's one, you know. And then if it's if it's a long way away, a cash long way away, still you could, you might be back in Colorado, Sydney, at some point. Maybe, I would love to go <laughs> back, but. There's so many, so many other things on my list of places that I want to go that yeah. I would put those ahead of going back to Colorado at this point. Right. Sometime in your life, hopefully those caches will still be there. Right. And that gets into another thing. You know, um, there are some WV Tim caches that I always wanted to find, but that's the thing about ca- geocaches, and we need to remember this, everyone. Geocaches are not permanent, although many of them have been around for a long time, but many of them get archived. Mm-hmm. So plan. The time is now, folks. Go get them. In fact, I mentioned that in the book uh, about don't, you know, these 201 geocaches that were in the book. You know, I think one of them's, I know one of them's already archived. So, you know, when I update it, of course, that one, was, I'm going to have to yank that one out of there. But, you know, some of these are, um, they're, they're not all going to last. I mean, we know like his, uh, his chicken his one out in front of the, um, Chick-fil-A yep. eat more chicken. It's gone. You know, he removed it because it was, it was time. Um, his, the key is the key. If you've ever seen the video for the key is the key. Always want to find yep. that one. It's gone. Never yep. to be found. Never to be found again. Oh, well. Um, <clears throat> so, you also mentioned about some webcam and virtuals that you kind of wish you'd gotten. Yeah. So there was quite a few of those that were, you know, along our route. And I like to try and find those caches when I have the chance because there's not many of them left. And they're, like you said, slowly disappearing. Um, but we just really didn't have the time to keep stopping every 50 miles or so. <laughs> you know, we were trying yeah. to get there at some point. So. Right. I always end up planning for more time than we actually have. Oh, well, that's good, though. I mean, in a sense, you know what I mean? It's better than under planning and going, hmm, gee, we should have, you know. I think it's better right. to plan. This is my opinion. but. Um, and then you have a goal. Um, right. So one of my goals, it's like a really big stretch goal, not just to find any cash in all 50 states, that I want to find an earth cash in all 50 states. That's cool. And so this this was just kind of a recent goal that I thought of. Um, so there's quite a few states that I have found caches in, but I haven't done an earth cache. So I think it's like 16 states That's that I've, I've found. So there's 16 states that I have visited and found a geocache in, but I didn't find an earth cache in. So and some, ge- some of those are the ones that I just found one cache, like driving through. Right. So geocaching Adam came up with CERM or KERM. I don't know. You have to, Adam, you have to tell me how you want me to pronounce this. Caches I regret, 
regrettably missed Serm. Sounds good. Not bad. I like that. Um, and then uh, you missed Jew Woodstock 13. In Maryland. Long. Yep. I really wanted to go too, but we had some other thing going on that weekend. It's mm -hmm. so it's always Memorial Day weekend and we always seem to have some get together to go to. So that's why Jew Woodstock is you know hard for me to get to personally just because we always have so much going on at that time. Yeah. Memorial Day so close. or July fourth, one of the two is what yep. they always pick they always pick. So Yes, I mean that's on my list. I, I kind of, kind of wish we'd have gone out there, because of the fact that you're so close to West Virginia Tim's caches, and mm -hmm. that's the thing I think that, you know, people, people that live near him, and don't find his caches. I'm thinking, you live right there. Go find them. You know, um, it it reminds me of. Um, when Susan, Susan and I have uh, been to Hawaii a few times and we'll talk to some of the local folks and they'll be like, how's it going? And like, Oh good. We're going to go, we're going up the, going up to the, the, you know, top of the volcano summit, like Haleakala. And like, Oh, well, I've never been up there. I'm thinking and Susan's, we don't say this to them, but we say it to each other afterward. We go, how can you, you, you live here? You're on an Island. I mean, there's a really limited amount of things to do on an island. Right. I mean, go to the beach, enjoy. You know, there's plenty of gorgeous parts of Hawaii, but you've never been to the top, the, vo the volcano summit. You live here. You've never been to the top. I mean, I don't know. It it boggles our our minds the fact that people haven't done that. It's kind of like if you lived in Seattle and you've never been to the headquarters or any of the geo you know geo geo geocaching. HQ to, you know what I mean? Does that mm -hmm. make sense? Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So let me mention a couple of mine and then we're going to kind of talk about regrets a little bit uh, in general. So um, I put in the notes that I have a few regrets and I think you do too, right? Sydney overall. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's, there's some of those that are like, yeah, I wish I had found it, but I'm, I'm not like beating myself up over it, over it. Like right. Terry Alls, like I'm kind of beating myself up. I can't <laughs> talk today. It's okay. Ugh. Yeah. I I am beating myself up over it. Um, but some of them like just the ones we DNF or whatever. Um yeah. I'm I'm not like losing sleep over it or anything. So. Right. Yeah, so one of them that always comes to my mind, and like you said, as far as regrets, um, Caches I wish I had found that we would have done. Um, and the one that, that my initially comes to mind, very first one on my list is the one in Scotland. Um, now, we, granted, we had only been geocaching for a short, a fairly short period of time, but I, I brought my GPS. I had a cache picked out. Um, we were on the Isle of Mull, and there was a point in the uh, – we were part of a – we were in, in a we were with a tour group, so we were kind of limited in that, um, you know, the tour is going to do, you know, we got to follow with, you know, the bus is going where the bus goes, and we're not going to miss the bus, so we got to keep on keep with our tour group. But we had it planned. 
we had a cache picked out, but our time to get to the cache and get back was short, you know, fairly short based on, cause we're going to walk to it. And I was at least a hundred pounds heavier at that point. And so, um, you know, you're talking about going, you know, it's not flat and try to get there and try to get back. Um, we didn't do it. And but I wish I would have just sucked it up and done and gone out there and, and we'd have gone out there and grabbed it because like I said, we had one printed, we had our GPSR with us. We were ready to go this back in those days before, you know, before. Yeah. What year was this? <laughs> before smartphones were around. Yeah. Um, so did you have to like print out the whole page and everything? And Oh yeah. For oh, your yeah. description. Absolutely. That's, that's crazy. I guess it was 2008. Susan will correct me in the chat room if I'm wrong. I think it's 2008. Um, yeah, but like and, here, so when I went to Paris and France and Spain, um, I mm -hmm. didn't have a smartphone, and right. so I so I would have had to bring a GPS, which I didn't even really know about. <laughs> so, yeah. but I'm like, I just wish I had known. Right, uh, Susan told me it's 2007, so it was, and we'd only been caching for about a year, but still, I could have had Scotland, you know, which I don't know if they have their own. I don't know if you find a Scottish cash, maybe you get a Great Britain souvenir. No, Scotland's not in Great Britain. Well, uh, yeah, it kind of is. Not it's in the part, UK. There's a part, there's a UK, UK souvenir. You probably get the UK souvenir. Really? I, I don't know. That's a good question. We'll have to look that up. Yeah, we could ask Sarah, who got married yesterday. By the way, shout out to Sarah. Right. Congrats. So good for her. Um, uh, our uh, you know geocaching geocache talks very own uh, Sarah. So she she showed she put some photos on Facebook of the nuptials. So you're right, Gary. Scotland is in the UK. It is. Oh yeah, it is. But I don't know. That's okay. But there's a weird part because um, um, Sarah's mentioned this before. I said so. You have the uh, the Irish souvenir she's like there's not a separate well there's an irish souvenir there's not a separate northern ireland souvenir part of the uk so they kind of went ahead and if you find a cache in northern ireland you would get the irish souvenir which makes sense i mean they kind of skip some of the political boundaries a little bit um so which makes sense northern ireland yes politically is part of the uk but Geographically, it's part of Ireland, and so you get an Irish souvenir for that. That's just a side note. But anyway. So much confusion over there. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yes. There's a great video. I think I mentioned it before on YouTube. you got to go watch. Somebody go, some people go watch it. But it talks about how near, near the Netherlands and uh, in, in Belgium, you can shift between Netherlands and Belgium like within streets. You can go from one to the other. In fact, there's a, a person who has um, their property – part of their property is in the Netherlands and part of it's in Belgium. And so mm -hmm. they had to move their door because it was going by their door anyway. To, but yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway, <laughs> so, uh, and Susan mentioned in the, the chat room, which is uh, another one that people are going to be like, really, I'm not watching, I'm not listening to the show anymore. Cause you had a chance to get stuff in Seattle and you just didn't. Um, no, we didn't. And we regret it greatly 
but we did find a cache on Mount Rainier. Uh, we found an earth cache. We were, um, we were with our kids, and at that time, they weren't doing a lot of geocaching. They're still kind of only one of them's doing a lot of geocaching or some geocaching. So um, we kind of just didn't do it mostly because the group were, you know, the whole family, we were doing other stuff. And so we didn't really, but I should have just gone ahead and pushed them and say, you know what, we're finding a cache in Seattle. We're just going to have to suck it up. But I didn't. Anyway. So I kind of regret that, and <clears throat> I, I do want to mention about the – we found some in Hawaii, and just grateful for the chance to go to Hawaii uh, over, you know. So I'm not, not saying anything about that. You know, we were very grateful that we got to go. Uh, we've, we, found, uh, we found five, actually, in Hawaii. So wish we'd have found more, and ironically – we should have found the Haleakala Volcano Summit that I ranted about earlier. That? I know. Well, see, what's wow. funny is we went to the top and we got busy with just being at the top of the summit. We're like, oh, there's an earth cache there. Did we get the info? Oh, no, we forgot to get the info. I was like, oh, no. So here I am. I'm bashing the locals for not going to the top. And then, of course, what do I do? We forget to get the info. So, But I didn't... So here's a question. Is this the one um, with like the, the big telescopes on it or is that a different one? That's different. Yeah. Oh, that's, okay. That one we also went to and also failed to get a geocache at. Right. Cause I know there's a <laughs> webcam up there. So, isn't there? Yes. There is a webcam up there. It's in the book. I mean, that's terrible. I know I'm, Hey, I'm, I'm being honest. Um, but yeah, that the, the earth cache is in the 201 geocaches to find because um, you know, it gets a lot of favorite points and it's, it's gorgeous up there. I mean, it's amazing. We didn't go up like a lot of people go up there. One of the big things for the volcano summit is people go up there and, uh, watch the sunrise. Mm -hmm. Um, <clears throat> so it's very busy early, early, early in the morning as people get up there and want to watch the sunrise. We didn't do that part. We went a little bit later, um, up there, but it's gorgeous up there. I mean, you're way up, you know, you're at the the top of this you know volcano uh in on uh maui and so um anyway <sighs> my hawaii caches that's a whole that's a big regret but we did find some and so yeah, that's i mean good. yeah so that that's good we, we and you went to hawaii so yes yes and we found geocaches in hawaii so there's no regrets there we're glad we did those but uh and as far as events, I wish we had we had not missed. Geo Woodstock, I mentioned before, uh, 13, because of the more – obviously, all of them are great. There's so many great events. Uh, but the fact that I would have been close to WV Tim Cash's was really the big mm -hmm. you know, plus for me. And then my other one was Texas Challenges. You know, we've, we've, we, we went to last year's. We could have gone to a lot more of them. Um, I didn't really know enough about them, and this kind of gets into – things that you can do to avoid geocaching regrets is do, get your knowledge, get your information about whatever it is you have uh, that you may have regrets about if you don't. Mm -hmm. And that is something that I didn't know. I thought you, you had to go and I, I didn't, I was not really interested in the challenge part, but um, you don't have to be, you don't have right? to be. And that's no, you don't. Um, so Texas challenge, MOGA, you know, um, and that's something that I'm 
glad that I, we did this past year at MOGA, um, Dan and a couple of bucks, his dad and Susan and I, we weren't going to do the, we didn't want to do the challenges, the, all the, all the youngsters, let them run around and do that, which they did, you know, but the four of us went out and did, I don't remember what it was, uh, 10, 12, I have to look it up. We, we did a lot of, uh, uh, cash types in one day, including a waymark and a benchmark just for the heck of it to add to our own personal list of cash mm -hmm. types. But we had a, such a great time. So I'm, I'm glad that we, we, we planned ahead and, and did that. And I would have regretted that because the, there was a really great opportunity at MOGA to do that. Like you did, you, you had the opportunity to do that at, at uh, Woodstock 14 er Right. And it almost didn't work out, but it did, thankfully. Right. But see, you would have regretted not doing that if you hadn't planned. And that's I kind probably of, would have because yeah. there's not really an opportunity for me to do that outside of going somewhere and attending a mega because you have to, you have to, I mean, I would have to have a CEDO and a regular event on the same day and there's nowhere I goes around here and, you know, mm -hmm. it's hard to get a virtual now. And so. Right. Yeah. That's a, that's a weird, th there's uh weird points of time when you can really get um, all those at one, at one time. It's not, it's not an easy thing to, to really get, um, is the number we're talking about. I don't know, I'm going to look it up real quick, but um, I think I got 10? 10 or 11, 10, maybe I think it was 10. Was it 10? I don't, I'm bad yeah. at this. I should know. That's okay. Um, but it's like, so even if you do have a, a mega event close to home that you're going to, you might have already found, you know, the nearby webcams or the nearby yeah. virtuals. And so oh. you have to kind of plan it around. You're going somewhere that's not close to home. Right. To do that. No, exactly. Uh, I'm looking right now at mine. I'll look at yours. Profile. So I think it's in a profile stats. Project GC. In, you got to have Project GC invaluable. So I don't get any money for it, but go, go, go sign up. Right. Project GC. Right. Yeah. It's totally worth it. Um, it is but awesome. Here's on, on another note. Here's the funny thing is mm -hmm. I did those 10 cash types by myself. Like Glenn, my boyfriend didn't go with me for mm -hmm. a couple of them because he was like, I don't, I don't really care. So I was yeah. like, okay, well, I'm going to go. So I'll be back. So I woke yeah. up really early and went to <laughs> that event and then Mad. grabbed mm -hmm. a virtual and a webcam by myself. So, right. Oh yeah, you have a you have a you have a semi muggle boyfriend. He killed do some geocaching, but right, he doesn't. He likes geocaching. He doesn't care to log geocaches. Like he just likes to go out and walk around and like, play in creeks with the dog and do all that fun stuff. Yeah. But I know you like prod him. Put your caches in, dang it. Yeah, I had to remind him these past couple weeks to log his stuff, or else he wasn't <laughs> going to get his souvenirs. Right. That's right. Um, yeah, we, our, technically ours was nine that day. Um, traditional webcam, mega, um, virtual, where I go, mul uh, multicache, earth cache, letterbox, and an unknown, you know, mystery. Mm -hmm. So nine, although just for our own personal, it doesn't show up on Project GC, but we did find a benchmark and a waymark, but those don't really make they count in my head, but they don't count on 
Project GC, but yep. You know, and that's kind of gets into um, as I look at that's something that sort of like like I said, with it's sort of the opposite of um, uh, of regret is the the just being grateful. Looking through looking through my list on Project GC of the you know the furthest eastern cache we found is in Massachusetts, and we had a great time. We went to Salem. That's our furthest furthest east for us. Furthest west again. It's further east than, than mine, I think. Gary. Is it? I think oh, so. Cool. Yeah. Um, and furthest west and south are Hawaii. And furthest north is again the, the Earth Cache up in Washington. So I mean, I think we all have. If we've been around geocaching a while, I think we all have our. We have several things that we're grateful for, um, as far as those kind of things go. Um, so I guess that's my advice as we sort of start to wrap the show up is just do some, you know, do some planning and, try, you know, and don't, you know, if you're going to be somewhere, even for a little bit, you know, try to grab a cash because it's, you know, if you can. Um, and then if you have a regret, um, you know, plan to plan to avenge that. I think. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. So for me, I would, I mean, I'd love to go back to Paris and, mm-hmm. and Madrid, but I mean, there's other places I'd rather go first that I haven't been to yet. So that's kind of how I'm working right now. Like there's places like I've never been to Yellowstone. So I want right. to, I want to go there before I go back to some places I've already visited, even though I haven't found caches there. You know what I mean? Sure. No, it's good. Um, and I haven't been to Seattle yet, so that's still on my list. Like, the, the list of places I want to go to is really long. <laughs> right. And the places, you know, I want to go to that I've already been to is, you know, a little bit smaller, so. True. Yes, very true. And so, yeah. Well, good. Um, so, um, we're going to wrap up. Let me see. Um watching the, the the chat room uh it was busy tonight they're talking about all sorts of cool stuff um uh to, to, to. all right um i guess that was our final thoughts um make your plans and try to limit your regrets i guess is a good way to put it so um so coming up on the show um next week uh show 63 we're going to talk um, Munzee. I know people are going to like, well, I'm out. But hear me out. Here's, hear us out. Um, and hear, hear the owner or the CEO, the Grand Poobah, Rob. Um, I, we're calling the show Three Dimensional Rob because if you know a little bit about Munzee, he's Flat Rob, or at least he has an icon for Flat Rob out there mm-hmm. that you can find some of the time. That's what I love about kind of fun about Munzee is they got little games within the game. We'll talk about next week, but uh, three dimensional Rob will be on the show next week. And the week after that is Jolene and Yeno Vandersteen. They're in Belgium. And I mentioned them last week, as far as our, uh, I got to talk to them for a little bit as for a, sort of a test before uh, they're on the show. They have a coffee shop called GOT. 
and um, they're a hoot. They're a fun couple. Um, they have a uh, YouTube uh, channel. You can go watch their videos, and uh, uh, they're all in Dutch. So, um, but they speak they speak really good English. So you'll you'll be fine. The show's gonna be great. But uh, um, they're they're unless you don't if you don't speak Dutch, that's fine. Go watch a couple of their videos. They're kind of fun because you can follow along because it's you know it's video, so you can see what they're you know they're doing or talking about. You just can't tell what they're talking about. At least I can't. Uh, anyway, so their their shop is getting closer to being opened, and uh, they'll talk about that and their their uh, their travels and stuff. They they seem like a really fun couple, and uh, talk about their geocaching. It'd be very interesting. So, um, and we have a a fairly big announcement, uh, but we're going to keep the the full details until next week. So uh, I'm going to leave you hanging on that one. So. Anyway, folks, uh, that's going to do it for tonight. Uh, email us your comments at geocachetalk at gmail.com. And we really appreciate the, the emails. We're getting more of them. But, you know, just drop us a note and tell us about um, different, you know, whatever you want to tell us about. Um, uh, we really uh, we appreciate your email. We, we enjoy reading it. And uh, we just appreciate you all or, out there listening to the show and uh, enjoying it. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Uh, the show is at Geocache Talk. My personal one is at Gary Slinkard. Jesse is at Memphis underscore Mafia. And Sydney is at Shermanator GC. And Facebook at Facebook.com slash Geocache Talk. Should we found iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, iTunes, iTunes Radio, and Google Play, as well as the Geocache Talk website. Don't forget to click on the subscribe button below so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. Until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Have no regrets and go geocaching. Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. <laughs>